Hello, everybody, and welcome to B Squared C, a podcast celebrating the stories of women of color in the corporate world. I am your host, Nancy, and I hope everyone is safe and sane wherever you're listening to this from. Did y'all listen to me and my almost birthday twin, Courtney Bradwell, cut up on the pod this last week? I hope you did not miss this incredible story of resilience, dreaming, and making bold moves with your life choices that, you know, is illustrated by Courtney. I am super proud of her and I can't wait to see, you know, what she's going to do next. Now, today I'm going to be reflecting on something that Courtney and I talked about, which is investing in yourself. Courtney was struggling translating her American experience to the job market here in the Netherlands, so she got herself some coaches who helped her articulate herself better, and especially with moving to a new country, new culture, she learned to adapt herself to her new settings. Now, one of my mentors in my head, Minda Hartz, um, has a great chapter about exactly this topic in her book, uh, The Memo, What Women of Color Need to Know to Get a Seat at the Table. A book that both Courtney and I absolutely love, by the way. So let's talk about it. What does investing in yourself look like? So in preparation to share this reflection, I went back to my Woman of Color Workplace Whisperer, Minda Hutz, um, went back into the book that I just uh, talked about in the introduction, Courtney and I absolutely love it. Again, it's called The Memo, What Women of Color Need to Know to Secure a Seat at the Table. And she has this really great chapter on investing in yourself. Um, and it's very, very, you know, actionable and super instructional, not just that chapter, but everything in that book. So if you haven't, checked it out yet, please um, go and check it out. Now, according to Minda's research, women of color seldom invest in ourselves. For some of us, college was the last time we learned something new. A lot of us think investing in yourself is always about spending money, and we shy away from price tags of coaches and the likes. Investing in yourself to upkeep your skills, learn new ones, and get to the next level of your career is absolutely essential uh, to career success. Especially in the ever-changing dynamic world we are in now. Think of trends like digitalization or technology and how much it has changed what work looks like. You do not want to be left behind um, in the workforce if you don't know how to match your skills with the trends, but also to grow yourself personally. And I mean personally investing um, time and also maybe some money uh, in this process as well. So there are many ways to think about investing in yourself. Uh, let's talk about three of them that I personally actively use today. The first one is utilizing your company resources. A lot of companies may have professional talent development programs that are official, um, and that is great. But today I want to talk about when you take initiative yourself to drive your own career. I'll give you an example. In my own company, we have a Phillips University that is full of great courses and even a relationship with Harvard to access more courses. Now, the challenge I've had in the past is time, making the time to use these resources. I lately have some help because my company changed our goal setting uh, that we do at the beginning of the year to have us fill in not only job-related goals, but also development goals. If you do not have something like this in your company, still plan for it. 
So I personally use the beginning of the year to plan out my learning path, um, spending time in these resources and picking those relevant to me. I ask for advice from my HR, from my manager, from my peers and my mentors on what's best to focus on. And for instance, this year, excited to be taking a course that is called Leading People, uh, which is an immersive four-month excursion into who I am as a leader and future people manager. So when you have picked what you want to learn, communicate that to your manager and actually make time for it on your calendar. Say every two weeks on Friday afternoon, you are specifically doing some self-development. If there's something that you like and want to learn that is outside of your company resources and may require some money, communicate that to your manager as well. A lot of companies have personal development budgets that may not be publicly um, communicated to everybody, but you'll be surprised when you ask how much you could be supported as long as you can bring evidence uh, of how this particular course has value to you. Now on to our second uh, type of activity resource. So taking courses is not the only way to develop yourself. You should also think about taking on extracurricular activities that build your skills. Do you want to strengthen your leadership skills? Instead of taking a course on leadership, go and apply to join a board of a nonprofit that you're passionate about. Do you want to grow your marketing skills? Volunteer to do marketing for that food bank in your city. Do you want to expand your storytelling skills? Well, be like me, start a podcast. In a Harvard Business Review article um, and podcast as well that I loved, um, Ken Bunter and Olin uh, Boston talked about the need for folks to have what they call strategic side gigs. And I've put the article in the show notes so you can check it out yourself. According to them, the pace of change, remember, we talked about the pace of change uh, in the workplace and disruption that is happening around us is making it difficult for corporate learning departments, management schools, and executive education programs to keep their curricula relevant. As a result, leaders who want to rise and help their organizations thrive need to find ways to expand their field of vision and build their knowledge skills and connections, even as they carry on their daily work. Now, this is me directly quoting them. They wrote that these kinds of meaningful engagements and outside activities expose you to different people, information and cultures, but also in some way synergistic with both your personal interests and your current or future primary work. This will be very, very valuable to you. Now, my extracurricular development opportunities are in my personal entrepreneurship. For example, I am not a people manager yet officially at work, but I run a team of women who drive the employee resource group that I made, that I founded. And running B squared C as a storyteller makes me better at the same functional role in front of customers at work in my um, current job where I'm doing experiencing marketing, experience marketing, spending lots of time with um, customers, understanding what they need and connecting them to solutions from my company. So go check out the article for more tips and start thinking around you what extracurricular ways could you engage yourself. 
Now, let's look at the third way of investing yourself, which may actually involve you spending a bit of money. Now, we've talked about mentors and sponsors on this podcast before, and we'll definitely talk more about it. Um, but there is another way where you actually pay someone who has expertise in a certain topic like branding or um, strategy or something that uh, you're looking to really learn uh, and they can help you with that. So an executive coach, for instance. Now, Minda Hartz in her research found this to be the most underused resource by women of color. And you know what? I will be the first one to say that I was not a full believer in this either, especially because lately the coaching field is just so crowded. It seems like everyone and their mother is a coach and I'm always rolling my eyes and how, at how many of them are out there. Um, who are promising to help you change your life or something like that. It is really easy to just dismiss the whole thing, right? Wrong. I got my first coaching experience about a year and a half ago or so. It started out as a networking call between two entrepreneurs when I got to realize like, wait, this woman really knows her shit. Her name is Whitney White, and I signed up for her program that she calls Tech Back Your Time. She's teaching high-performing Black professionals to better design their lives for optimal uh, productivity. I walked out of the 30 days I spent with Whitney with so much clarity about my goals and my vision and what I wanted in life. And soon after that, I actually declined a shiny job opportunity because it did not align with my goals and the values that I had determined in that um, engagement in that course with Whitney. I felt so empowered. And every decision I make up to now, I still put it in the framework that Whitney taught me. And yes, I spent a pretty penny on her, but it was absolutely worth it. So first, let's dispel the myth. Coaches work. But of course, like everything else, it is about finding the right one for your needs. I personally take recommendations from other black women, and I also like paying black women. So that's who I look for when I have any need. I just took a podcasting course from a black woman. I talked about it a couple of episodes ago, and I'm super, super happy with it because, yeah, she's an expert in her field, um, and I'm here for it. As far as the financial investment goes, yes, it can be very scary and seem like a lot. I say find something that works for your budget and ask for maybe a payment plan if needed. Figure out how to make it work because it will be worth it. It will pay back, that investment will pay back many times more than you put into it. I guarantee you, I have experienced it. And um, I'm currently actually trying to identify a new goals uh, and find a new coach that will help me be able to accomplish them. So that's my reflection for um, all of you guys this week. To recap, Investing in yourself is something that is absolutely essential um, to your career success and think of it as not only money, which is the 
most natural one that people think of when they hear the word invest, but think of time, time, make time to actually intentionally learn new skills, nurture the skills that you have, and also get creative with it. And the three top tips for me have been to utilize my company resources. That's one. Second up is to actually develop myself in creative way by doing extracurricular activities. And lastly, you should be prepared to spend a pretty penny for some great, great coaches that are out there that can help you achieve your goals. So that's it from me this week, everybody. Thank you to my wonderful guest, Courtney, um, for sharing a story here and inspiring this reflection. I would love, love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So please come onto the Biscuit C Instagram and LinkedIn page and let me know what your thoughts are. How are you uh, investing in yourself? If you like what you heard, go ahead and give this podcast five stars wherever you are listening to it from. And don't forget to share it with your network. Lastly, you can also make a small donation to help keep this podcast going. You can buy me a coffee with the link in the show notes. Next week, I will be back with another interview with a badass black woman in the corporate world. Until then, I am your host, Nancy. Be safe, be empowered, and stay inspired.